It's time for the March 25th, 2011 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a free-form mash of current events broadcasting from the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM on the campus of the soaking University of California at Irvine. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And there's Muller! I, let's bring him in. He's outside. He's getting soaked. We're outside, well, dummy. We're on the porch. We are on the porch, yeah. but we're not out in the rain. Come on, Mahler. Come on over here. Come on. Come there you go. Good boy. Good there boy. There you go. go. All right. God, he is soaking. He is. Well, hell, it's, it's raining like crazy. It's shaking like... It's raining. Oh, it's raining and raining. Sheldon All over is, me. Apparently. All over me. Too. Well, um... It's I, wet here. It is. On the campus. It is very wet. And, yes. It's very, not very wet. It's wet. Okay. It's, I mean, it's not like... It's not it's been pouring rain. It has been, you know... Somewhere in, in between a spritz and a uh, and a spray, <laughs> a spritz and a torrential downpour. No, there's no torrential. Well, I'm saying going on somewhere here. in that in that area. Well, yeah, it's a large area. So yes, yeah, for tomorrow. I wanted to uh, somewhere between yeah a light autumn rain and Armageddon mm-hmm. you know? and forty days and forty nights. We don't know, mm-hmm. but there are clouds. There's there's been a lot. You said earlier on that this was a very big week for it, the news. Yeah, it has been since we left the air on Friday. The United States has opened uh, yeah. up a can of whip ass on on <coughs> Libya. Um, did they, you say that? I think I just did, oh. but I I don't know if I'm supposed to. Or, whoop, uh, it's whoop ass. It's whoop ass. See, it's I'm not so, whip ass. I'm, I'm so. There's white. a whole different thing. I am so whip, whip am ass. So, is that that so, stuff that comes in the tub? That, I am so you know, Caucasian. That you stir yeah. up and put on your yeah. chocolate pudding. Yeah, that's true. Pudding. Uh, whoop ass. That's a whole other matter. Yeah, this is true. All right. Well, I I yes. Oh heck. Oh heck. What, what happened? What. Uh, well, I was your, just trying to get to some recent news. Did you, did you my, all your whip ass? The, the whoop ass came back in. Ah. What my ass here. Uh, I just want, there's news reports coming out this morning. My pants are wet. Um, um, speaking of that. What what news reports? Was something going on in Libya? Something was going on in Japan. Apparently oh. they've discovered what. Oh, that 10,000, uh, they got 10,000 times more ra- uh, radiation, the workers there. There was than- a water, some water, standing water that some workers were working in that had yeah. 10,000 times the yeah. the acceptable level of radiation. Uh-huh. No, this was, uh, there was reports that of a crack in one of the cooling uh, pools where they keep the uh, mm-hmm. nuclear rods. Yeah. That it was cr- they they thought it might be cracked, and there was they were beginning to think that with given the intense heat that these rods still possess, uh, that this is a very serious situation. It mm-hmm. was unfolding this morning, and that's what I was in the midst of. Sort everything of- is serious over there. That's true. I mean, how how is it serious? Are things going to completely fall apart? Well, it just are, are it just we, ratchets are we all up. doomed? It ratchets up. Um, the the crisis to an even higher level. You know, I'd like to apologize for what I was saying last week about the radiation levels and about how we needed to be concerned here in Southern California because I don't... I think I maybe left people with the impression that it would be wise to stay indoors, mm. whereas it would be much wiser not to take a plane trip from Los Angeles to New York. Mm-hmm. Because the amount of radiation you get during a plane trip from Los Angeles to New York is probably hundreds of times more radiation uh, radiated, mm-hmm. more then, radiated than anything we experienced 
last last Friday was it or last Saturday when yeah. they said that uh, the clouds were yeah. coming across on the jet stream. Right. If you get a CT scan, yeah, it's thousands of times more radiation. Thousands of times more radiation than that. If you get a dental X-ray, hundreds of times more radiation. So, to, for the uh, it, it's funny how when there's a business involved mm-hmm. that the uh, usually the news is not likely to tell you don't get dental X-rays, don't fly from Los Angeles to New York, you will be exposed to a lot of radiation. Yeah. But when some little wisp of uh, Radiation comes over from Japan. But, we're, we're, we're running reports. We're running, you know, danger. Be careful. Is this really going to hurt us? Well, part of that, not all of it, but part of it is this uh, attraction we have to being scared. And, and people Shouldn't we be afraid of getting radiated in an airplane? Again, I think your point is well taken. It involves yeah. people making money, and therefore they downplay yeah. those kind of those kind of, that kind of information. But it's the idea. It's uh, I'll, I'll refer to it, and I, this is going to sound terrible, but it's kind of the Godzilla effect here. It's it is a, it's a single event. It's on our minds. We see it. We hear about it, and therefore it's easy to. Well, we for, hear about it. Yeah, it's easy to spotlight the effects. Now, I will having said that. Uh, I would also say that, yes, this amount of radiation that's coming across is negligible so far, but the, my concern is that there will be a constant flow of radiation, and it may not be this single sort of snapshot look at how much radiation we're right. getting now from this, whatever's floating across at this point. It's My concern is more that there will be a constant sort of, if, in fact, it gets into a jet stream situation, but it will be... And that's, I think, the, the real issue here is over time how much radiation will will accumulate in in our area, and and of course, in the of course, the Japanese are dealing with this. As a, Would you want to like go to Chernobyl and stand where the plant is right now for an hour or so, just stand there soaking things in? Would you enjoy that? Would you uh, think that I would, would be something I, no, you'd I mean, recommend? Uh, well, if I had a hazmat suit on and, and no, no, you're just going to go I'm there. Just you're going to just there. no. No, no, you wouldn't want to do I have no more, that, no more than to go to Three Mile that, Island. That is nearly, well, that is just a little bit more than the dose you get from a CAT scan. Okay. All right. Again. Yeah. And, and I'm, but yeah, nobody, you're... nobody, when, when, they, when they give you a CAT scan says, oh, and by the way, <laughs> you know, would you like to stand at Chernobyl for an hour? It's yeah. going to be about the same yeah. as what you're going to yeah. get from a CAT scan. Yeah. Now, I know there's things, you know, you're not getting any benefits exactly. from standing at I'm Chernobyl. Not finding out. Yeah. But, but, but still. Okay. I'd like to apologize okay. for any sort of fear I might have put into people about the uh, the cloud that was wafting, wafting, I think, I think wisping, wispy, wafting. The, Over uh, our heads. The, uh, Sorry. the civilian casualties continue to mount uh, in Libya. Uh, despite the best efforts, I thought you were back to Japan. Allies. Well, that we'll they, they're mounting that. over there we'll too. To, yeah. yeah. Um, and in Libya, I hate. This new, okay, there you go. You hate this new what? We have Google, that uh, new Chrome, yeah, Chrome version of Google. Yeah, why? Or, I just cannot navigate it very well. It's a, I, I just well, find that, it that would be your incompetence. No, wouldn't it? It, it's just not. It's not okay. There, I see the little back arrow yeah. here, but when I'm here, there's no back arrow. But I do see the tab now, but it doesn't really highlight very well. 
can I? I'm just. You can get used to that. I am now. I am used to uh-huh. it immediately. Now I it's know. It's easy what, to download Chrome, and it's a stripped down browser for what it's worth. It's okay. a stripped down browser. Do you like it? It's fine. I use it to test different things. There are things that say Safari or Firefox cannot do or don't do as yeah. uh, just basically as as Chrome does. So if I want to run a test to see if something really does work and what it looks like, I run it on Chrome. All right, we're going to go to um, so Libya. Libya. So civilian, we're, the ca- civilian casualties. Uh, this is uh, just a collateral damage situation we're yeah. dealing with here. The allies, the allies led by the United States. Well, the New York um, Times called them the allies, and therefore that must they be, must be the allies. Yeah, that must be the allies. Just for anyone who's been living in a cave, the United States last week uh, was the. Uh, primary military force in a coalition including the French and the British and other nations, including the Arab League, although there's been some back and forth on their support for this, mm-hmm. uh, uh, started a, implemented a no-fly zone in Libya, and there have, and we have not just keeping Libyan planes out of the air, but we have been bombing uh, mm-hmm. air defenses as well as tank columns and military um, personnel throughout the area of Libya. So it's kind of hard to call just a no-fly zone enforcement action. It's more than that. And um, there, and as you would expect, there have been a number of civilians who have died also. In well, the, the intent they, mean was, they, they don't want any more flies in the zone. So that's why <laughs> guess, they're bombing these different things. I guess so. They're disturbing the insect habitat. Isn't that what no-fly zone means? Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Okay. And so, uh, um, it, but it has slowed, if not halted, the on the uh, onslaught of the Gaddafi-led military into areas like a Benghazi, um, and I, I'm Aji Baya, Baya and Zintan. Uh, these were important cities that were in rebel hands. And also Misrata is also so. Uh, Gaddafi's forces have not been able to take over these coastal east, the western part of uh, Libya. Uh, the question is increasingly becoming: What are we doing? Uh-huh. Okay, we've 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 halted what Gaddafi's forces have been able to accomplish to this point. Now what? Because the rebels are very fractured. There are different tribes involved in fighting against Gaddafi. Their one, their enemy is Gaddafi. They are not united as a force against you, not, uh, Gaddafi. So now what? The United States put in military, actual military personnel to the French, to the British, to who? Who does? Who actually starts to push Gaddafi back? That's I think that's the, the the question, and the question is coming to President Obama. What is our role? Okay, we're we're setting up the intelligence, the uh, the whack. Our role is to use military um, equipment. Yeah, we need to use that military equipment. Yes, it's it's just sitting there. It's just sitting there. Yeah, and and we've trained a lot of people to use the military equipment. Yeah, that's so, true. And a lot of it's yeah. new. Yeah. Hasn't been used yet. Yeah. So you got to use it. You got to use it. So, okay. Now, wh- I, I'm going to ask my good friend Nathan Callahan here, what, if any, responsibility did President Barack Obama have to go to the United States Congress and at least say, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm going to implement uh, U.S. military. I'm going to commit U.S. military to this action. In your opinion, now you're, you're, of course you 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 want a constitutional discussion. I don't here. even want. I don't know what I want. I honestly don't. I'm not saying because Bush did 
things just like this yeah. with impunity, mm-hmm. with absolute impunity. And, and I, he did I, it by himself, too. And I will say, I will say that there was a Democratic Congress when he did this, so it's not a Democrat-Republican <clears throat> thing. Do you think, because apparently, and I, I say this word in parentheses, well, I, I, apparently, I, 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 he say, just uh, said, I'm going to no. order this, and didn't consult with Congress. Go ahead. Anymore, if you consult with Congress, in my opinion, mm-hmm. it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a month. Okay. If not, if not next session, if not, you know, 2012, when they can drag it out to make it an issue for the, for yeah. the presidential. Now, you know, that being said, I mean, I, I guess you would say legally he does have a responsibility so that Congress can declare war as it says it should do. Right. But nobody seems to be paying much attention to that anymore. Well, and yeah. and I don't know, you know if you're asking me is it healthy uh, as as a uh, military establishment to wait until a group of dim bulbs vote on something before you move ahead I would say no it's not intelligent to do that I wouldn't want to wait to declare war on on some countries to get you know to to move it through Congress we're talking about laws that were established when uh, you know, you you had to send a letter over on a ship, mm-hmm. so you wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> intelligence would not reach uh, Europe or or Asia or the Middle East about what we're doing for for uh, a month. Well, that's now now they know instantly what's everybody knows instantly what's going on. Right. Okay, right. how do you react to that? Right, and and I know you know I mean this kind of circumvents what's legal but the reality is i don't know that i i don't do you really trust congress well i'm just gonna say there what the the impetus and the thing that the factor that would have facilitated calling this sort of unilateral action on the part of the president was that Gaddafi's forces were moving very quickly, and I don't know if it was more more rapidly than they expected but they were moving very quickly to cut off this uh, area that the rebels were in control of, which is in the area around Benghazi and Muzarati, yeah. Muzrata. So there was an imp- there was this sort of the clock was ticking on these people. If we were going to save them, if we'd waited another couple of days, there wouldn't be anything really to do because because Gaddafi would have been in control. It looks like of all all of the rest of Libya. So I understand the need to get this underway. Um, but what it is what is a little bit troubling is that, first of all, we haven't declared war since World War II. There's been no declared U.S. war since World War II. Korea, Vietnam, Afghanistan, Iraq, they're all undeclared. They're sort of what military actions. I don't even know what we call them. We call them a war. Everyone calls them war, but they're officially not wars. Well, who cares? I mean, who cares it what matters. you call them? It matters if the Constitution is the, play, the rule book, and, you, and Congress is, is, the, is the agency uh, in the, within the... the within the government that essentially validates a, a, a decision to go to war. At some point when you start messing with the rules so much that it does, they don't matter anymore, I, I'm just a little troubled by that. And well, it everybody's always messed with the rules, so it doesn't matter anymore. But it's gotten to the point where, as, as a society, as a as sort of political dialogue, we don't even talk about what's a, what's a declared war or not. Because certain things happen when you declare war. It, it only makes it easier for the president to do whatever he wants. When you don't declare war, well, and you, you don't talk about it. But you make it sound as if it's gotten to the point 
where where the point that it's gotten to is that the technology has driven us to this point. It has nothing to do with with morals or you know. There's no ethics involved here, and there never was any ethics involved. It was a matter of practicality. You know how how do we react to something going on in the other part in, in another part of the world? Right, but aren't isn't it so? You could draw up the rule book when it didn't matter if you had a <laughs> run something through Congress. Right, and now that it matters, you know, as far as time concerns go. You're you're saying well it's gotten to the point as if our democracy has crumbled, whereas where the real <laughs> the real reason is is that telecommunications has gotten so advanced that we instantly know what's going on. Okay. Yes, in this case, I that's yes, that's part of this. World War II, it took about ten minutes for for Congress to declare war after the attack on Pearl well Harbor. they had them set up. Okay. But it was, uh, yeah, know, we were all truly, prepped and ready. Some, and, uh, yeah. and, you know, and, you can show them photos of Pearl Harbor and, and yeah. that'll pretty much yeah, and that, and, ice and, it. And going back to Iraq and Afghanistan, we don't know how long this will go on. So I, I don't know that I can summarily um, criticize President Obama for this. But with Bush on Iraq, how many months and months and months of sort of this force-feeding us this, this doctored um, – selective intelligence to essentially push us to a point where he had the right to to, to send military our military into Iraq that that was a long process and we never had the debate on on whether or not we were declaring war we only had debate on whether we were allocating money to uh, at one point we we're talking about getting him uh, uh, Hussein into a diplomatic solution which was always a lie and everybody knew it was a lie we always knew we were going to go to war in Iraq so to not have the discussion and to not declare war, the problem with declaring war is suddenly the, everybody's accountable. Congress is accountable and the president's accountable. When you declare a military action, nobody's accountable. The war in Afghanistan and Iraq have been funded off the books. No, they weren't even in the budget. All these kind of crazy things happen. So I do think there is some some validity in having this more formal declaration of war because it puts everyone on notice on they're responsible for what happens but now yeah, it's well you know we just did this well you, you you're still making it like it's gotten to this point as as if it's all a matter of looking at the rule book but but it's a matter of where the state of the military is right now yeah i, I if, if you if you address that you might not have to address you know the rule book Whether yeah, whether or not Congress is is a bunch of bumbling idiots or not, which is an argument to be had. What I mean is they will drag their feet on things. Whoever is in power who wants to see something discouraged, they will drag their feet. They'll do everything they can to make the current administration look bad, and that's been that way forever. Yeah. So this is this is a and and you want to make it you all want to make it about Congress and about the Constitution. I want to have the discussion. We don't even talk about these things anymore. The, but the discussion, as I'm trying to say, is not about the Congress and the Constitution. The, the discussion is about an overamped military and a budget that puts, you know, a country that puts all its money into this. What do you expect? What do you expect when your budget is all about the military? Right. If your budget was all about, you know, taking care of hurricanes, then we'd have had a very fast reaction to Katrina. 
Right. And, and, and we wouldn't be talking about this. We'd be talking about what our reactions to you know, protecting us from, from natural disasters. If we put all our money into transportation, yeah. we'd be talking about this. When a bridge in fell re- down, we'd be yeah. responding to it in more effective or more, or more, uh, more quickly. So it's, more gotten, what, what it's yeah, gotten to but, the point is, is that our, our whole budget is focused on military. Yeah. Oh, and okay. And that's a discussion that we should be having. Exactly. That's where the discussion should be. If to all of a sudden say, oh, wait a second, should we have declared war? Well, you spent the last 50 years building up to declare wars on people. What do you expect? And you're right. I'm, you're absolutely right about that. I'm, I'm just simply arguing that we, as, as a political culture should at least be having a discussion about what constitutes declaring a war anymore let's just go back to the basics but i think you're you're just you're 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 talking about the wrong thing no i'm not because you got somebody with cancer and you're talking about a zit on their face no i'm talking well i'm talking about the some mechanisms that are in you're place. still going to have Look, an inordinate amount of funds going toward the military whether they're going to have have to discuss something before they declare war or not okay the begin- before the Iraq War started, yeah. the largest demonstrations ever here in this country and around the world yeah. were demonstrating against a war before it started. Uh-huh. Ever in the history of, we had millions of people turning out in London, all over the world, the United States, to say, "No, we don't want this war to start." Uh-huh. We all knew it was going to start. There was a, there was an obviously a a audience to have this discussion over whether or not we should go to mm-hmm. war in Iraq. And we did it anyway because the president had the ability, by tradition it seems now, to do whatever he damn well want. And to this day, <coughs> the vast majority of the American people are opposed to the wars in Iraq and, and, and are advocating for a withdrawal from Iraq and Afghanistan now. And we're not, it's not happening. So you're, you're arguing against that, yourself. No, I'm saying that democracy, there is no sense of democracy in this process a declaration of war at least injects some level of a democratic process into us going to war and that we're not having now yeah like the golf of tonkin well you can inject inject that bit of democracy into it but i i don't see i mean you just argued against yourself you said we had all these people who were adding to this dialogue who were against the war and yet we had the war well the reason we had the war is because we're geared up to have the war Right. That's right, Marler. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. You tell him. All right. Okay, well, we got to move on because we, we um, there's Japan, and I'm looking here. I'm reading this as we speak off off the CNN site. Authorities in Japan have raised the prospect Friday of a likely breach at the all important containment vessel number three reactor at the stricken uh, Fuki, Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant. A potentially ominous development in the race to prevent a large-scale release of radiation. So it, I was talking earlier about the cooling pools, where the old the uh, the uh, old rods, if you will, can I say that on the air, um, uh, are actually located. Rod Sterling. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. The, the 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 spent rods. Can I yeah. say that on the yeah. air? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, were this is in fact the actual Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. That would be, yeah, 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 yeah. be a spent rod. Yeah, that'd be a spent rod. The the uh, cont- this is the actual reactor itself that encases that is that is encasing the actual mechanism of the nuclear power plant. It has apparently been breached, and this is reactor number three. 
And this is, as they say, a potentially ominous development. And that's not even the one I was talking about, the crack in the, the, cooling, crack. Crack in the cooling pool. Yeah. So while, while this particular story seems to have sort of faded away in light of Charlie Sheen and all, all the other important news. And the, and is the Charlie lib- Sheen going on? Is well, this is when, when, Charlie? when Charlie Sheen was going on when this started. And it seemed that the United States was looking for something else to talk about. I saw some E! Entertainment thing. I didn't watch it all, but they had something going. On, on you know Charlie he's going Sheen. on tour. He is. Yeah, called uh, uh, Thunder of Truth tour or something. Wow. Uh, yeah, Thunder, Thunderbolt of Truth Ooh. tour. And mm. he was. <laughs> it's told. I don't. It is truly. It's something like that. I assume he's going to bring a band. I'm telling you. You know what? It'll be. It'll be. Two, it'll do, he'll do two shows because by the second show, people will realize he's saying the same thing, and they'll see it on YouTube, and yeah. there'll be full scale riots at every one, every other. You gotta see Charlie. Stupid people, stupid enough to. So, the developments in Japan have not uh, gone away. They tend they they're even though uh, we've sort of put them in the background. Um, the the death toll in the Japanese um, tsunami earthquake is now over twenty six thousand people uh, are reported hmm. to have died in that. And food and water supply, speaking of contamination, yeah. are reported to uh, contaminated milk, spinach have been well, found in tap water in Tokyo in is, tap water is in Tokyo. no good. Yeah, so, they're going to bottled water. And I'm going to go back to something I said right after this happened, which is while and the, the Japanese were talking about the cleanup cost being somewhere at this point, they're estimating $309 billion in, in cleanup cost. I I have to believe that at some point. This is going to affect the Japanese ability to spend money on infrastructure and industry and the rest of it. I mean, this is obviously they'll be spending money to fix this situation. Uh-huh. Also, the Japanese are one of the largest uh, consumers of, of American debt. And I do think that at some point it's going to Oh, yeah. Them. They're selling off that. And so they're selling they can, off that. They so. can bankroll their reconstruction. Yeah. And, so this And is that good. puts us in... Yeah. in a very bad shape. Yes. If I were Gaddafi at this point, I would be offering Japan some help. He has a lot of cash. That's, yeah. That is exactly. True. Yeah. yeah. Offer Japan some help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, if I were Charlie Sheen, I'd be doing the same thing, though. He did. I, he offered he, Japan. He, he gave oh, money. See, there he you gave go. Money. It was uh, Lady Gaga, um, <laughs> Stephanie. Stefani, uh, Stefani, who's the woman from? Stefani Grappelli. Yeah. She, 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 she yeah. No, he played with Django Reinhardt. Okay, you're right. Uh, yeah. right now, We're yeah. talking about No Doubt, yeah, right? Stephanie Edwards. Edwards, yeah, yes. Stephanie <laughs> Edwards. From, uh, right. Yeah, from the uh, Perose Parade. Uh-huh. And, um, and Charlie Sheen uh, gave like a million dollars to uh, the Red Cross for their. All right. Enough of that. Well, we should have given it to uh, Society for Japan in New York. They're the, they're the ones to go to. Society for Japan? Yeah. Is that a that better New York. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. My good friend Lou Reed's going to do a, a benefit for them. Um, and they they seem to be looking for ways not to uh, to waste the money. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, in Afghanistan, speaking of Afghanistan and Pakistan, um, the U.S. Army issued a, an apology after a German newspaper magazine, Der Spiegel, published a series of photographs that appear to show U.S. soldiers posing with the corpse of a civilian mm. in Afghanistan. The photos are graphic and have been oh, compared yeah. to the pictures yeah. of Abu Ghraib. In one photograph, the U.S. soldier is seen smiling, posed with a bloodied, partially naked corpse. That doesn't look good. A U.S. soldier was sentenced to 24 years in prison uh, 
after pleading guilty to the uh, murdering of you, uh, three Afghan civilians. Um, uh, this guy, Jeremy Morlock, was part of an of one of an ele- 12 alleged members of a secret kill team that murdered unarmed uh, Afghan civilians at random and collected body parts such as fingers for trophies. So he was convicted. At what point in time was war not like this? Well, it, you, you're right. The atrocities are, are numerous and in every war. Yeah, you, you, don't, you don't amp yourself up to kill another person yeah. without and, not caring about his fingers. And, t- and turning that switch off. when yeah. after, Oh, I've killed him. I'm back to, yeah. uh, I'm back to you know, a, a civilized individual. Um, the, uh, in the Middle East, uh, all across the Middle East, uh, um, rebellion, uprising, protests in Syria, in Yemen, and in Bahrain, although Bahrain seems to have been quelled. Um, but in Syria, this has gotten to be pretty serious. Uh, the U.S. This <laughs> Syrian, good, good one. This Syrian, um, uh, yeah, I didn't. I made a funny. I didn't even realize. Uh, yes. Syrian going, government is going. cracking down on opposition protesters. Uh, this is uh, reports weeks of uh, crackdowns uh, on dissidents, uh, students, intellectuals, and journalists uh, throughout Syria, including the capital of Damascus. Hmm. Uh, in Yemen. Um, Ah, in Yemen, the uh, the rule. I'm trying to get this right. The president Ali Abdul Saleh has enacted sweeping emergency powers amidst the growing uprising of his uh, his 30 year rule. Uh, Yemen is a particularly troubling against his 30 year rule. Against his 30 year rule, Uh, the Yemen parliament approved the implementation of emergency laws suspending the constitution, barring barring protest, and allowing for far reaching media censorship. Um, So that. That Yemen has been a an area, and by the way, going back to WikiLeaks, Yemen was kind of the spotlight of a lot of the WikiLeak material. In that, in one instance, and we talked about this before on, on Weekly Signals, mm-hmm. where the U.S. In, uh, used a drone to bomb what they suspected was a rebel Al Qaeda um, camp, and Yemen said it was their missile because there was so much uproar in the country. So there is this. There's a sort of uh, relationship with this uh, Ali Abdul Saleh that goes way back. Uh, yeah. Uh, that uh, so. That, you know that Julian Assange. Yes. I get the feeling he's kind of like the Andy Warhol of Charlie Sheen's. Okay. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. Okay. Because he, he seems to have very bad manners, and and do absurd things to his friends, and yet he has this, you know, this Andy kind of uh, vibe yeah. to him. Yeah, I'm all that one. Yeah. He's very smart. He's very well-spoken. Uh, he makes he, the case for himself, I think, very effectively. Yeah. Uh, although there have been reports since all of the all of the Bradley Manning leak, uh, in, um, atta- obtained information, uh, a lot of his inner circle has sort of uh, dispersed. Yeah. Uh, there's been some some discussion about the role that he's taken since all of this started. You know, the, you know, the film, Social Network? Yeah. There'll be one on WikiLeaks, yeah. and you, you'll get the same picture. Yeah. Sort of a megalomania kind of thing going on. Yeah, a yeah. guy that really can't make friends. and Yeah. Uh, in uh, Israel, uh, Israel uh, has uh, hit uh, Gaza uh, after a bombing in Jerusalem. The Israeli military launched a new airstrike in the, on the Gaza Strip after a bombing of a bus stop in Jerusalem. A bus stop. The, uh, the Israeli yeah. warplanes hit smuggling tunnels along the Gaza-Egypt border, as well as a training camp linked to the Palestinian group Hamas. Um, the Palestinian Authority uh, had uh, condemned the bombing, 
that I think wounded 30 people killed. One person was killed, 30 were wounded when a bomb exploded at a bus stop in Jerusalem. The Palestinian Authority immediately condemned the bombing and warned is that warned Israel could exploit the situation to strengthen its occupation of the Palestinian land. Uh, they responded with an airstrike in Gaza, the, the Israelis. Um, you know, this. how long have we been doing this show? Seven years, eight years? Eight years. Eight years? Eight and a half now, yeah. Yeah. It's the same story. We could have read that story probably five eight years, years yeah. ago, yeah, at least. Maybe eight years, yeah. A U.N. investigator accuses uh, Israel of ethnic cleansing, investigating continuing expansion of illegal settlements in the West Bank. The, US, the U.N. special rapporteur on uh, human rights in the Palestinian territories, Richard Falk, described Israel's actions as a form of ethnic cleansing. Hmm. Mahler. He's going out in the water again. <laughs> You know, he likes to splash. He's, yeah. he, you know what? He likes to splash. He's seen, you know what his problem is? Yeah. He's seen, he's seen uh, singing in the rain too many times. And he, yeah, he loves that singing in the rain, um, that thing that yeah. Gene Kelly does. But he, but he's good at it. He's good. He yeah, does. He's very, he does that little lamppost thing out there on the clothesline. Yeah. You know, he pretends that he's Gene Kelly dancing out, and then he hits that clothesline. Yeah. And, yeah. He, yeah. Re he really's got that whole swing thing around. Yeah. Uh, former president of Israel, uh, Moshe uh, Kazaf, uh, was convicted and sentenced to seven years in prison for on multiple charges of rape and sexual harassment. Uh, Kazaf is the highest-ranking Israeli um, official to ever sent to jail. Moving on, um, we've got stuff in Latin America. Latin America. We love Latin America. Latin America. Well, by the way, Barack Obama was in Latin America this week. Yeah. And he cut short his tour to come back uh, to deal with the situation in, in uh, Libya. But last Tuesday, he met with uh, El Salvador's president, uh, Mauricio Funes, and pledged $200 million in the aid to fight against the Central American drug cartels. $200 million that some of which will end up in the hands of, of the, the drug cartels. Of the Central American drug cartels. <laughs> a high percentage, I might I'm, I'm well, I think that's that's really what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. Keep them quiet. Yeah, this is kind of blood money or hush money. Yeah. Stop. You can look good. Yeah. <laughs> you give them some money, things will calm down. Yeah. You shoot a couple of them, make it look good. Yeah, but and here, get a couple, a, get a couple nice photographs of blood running down the street. Yeah, we can print them on the, up in the New York Times. Show them as a reason why we should continue to give money to that country to stop. Drug cartels, rather than just yeah. legalizing drugs here. Yeah, here's here's ten million for you, uh, Mauricio Funes. Yeah, here's ten million for your army, military your chiefs, <laughs> chiefs of staff, military chiefs of staff. Here's yeah. thirty million for the industrialists, and here's a hundred and ten million for the drug cartels to keep uh, quiet. Yeah, but don't let them make yeah. them feel that they took it from you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, John Betron Aristide returned from exile to his home country of Haiti last week. It was, uh, he returned after seven years of exile <sighs> following the U.S.-backed coup in 2004. It's just fun. Let's go, to, let's go to America. America? Let's come home, talk about this. You've got two interviews, Oh, my right? gosh. Whoa, hello. Uh, Make it quick. Yes. Uh, appeals uh, court, uh, uh, U.S. federal appeals district court upheld the ban, California's ban on gay marriage. Uh, 
Okay. All right. So banning gay marriage. Uh-huh. Huh? This is a quick well, one. That's important. Yeah. Upheld the ban. The California imposed ban yeah, on gay marriage. They upheld the ban on gay marriage. That's what you just said, right? Let me start over. The U.S. federal cores, U.S. federal appeals court, uh-huh. rejected an attempt to suspend California's ban on gay marriage. Okay. Thank you. So they rejected uh, thank you for, it. Yeah, for, yeah, for, okay. for my that was my mistake. There we go. Yeah. So the the court upheld the lower court decision to say to, this to, law is is mess. It's a hot mess. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually, yes, gay marriage here will be officially oh, okay. sanctioned is by okay. the courts. Is okay. Is okay. It's still but as, okay. it, as it, it is right now, it is right now. It was upheld. It is. You cannot ban. But we have people. a law in the books that say we can't ban. The, yes, but they're but saying the, that that's two, now two court rulings yeah. saying that law is yeah. is BS and yeah. you cannot ban two people who want to get married from getting married. Yeah, uh, the U.S. federal judge in California has ordered the FBI to preserve ed- evidence in a 1990 car bombing that killed two members of the environmental group Earth First. The FBI was planning on destroying all evidence in the case of Judy Barr and Daryl Cherney. Um, they were eventually convicted of the bombing because the bomb went off in their car on the way to somewhere mm-hmm. um there have been uh, numerous people coming to the defense saying they were not going to bomb anybody this was a plant and the fbi uh was responsible for it and the fbi was going to destroy that some of that evidence and they were stopped from doing so uh, 130 people were arrested in a anti in a anti anti-war activists were arrested outside the white house in protest of the treatment of bradley manning the U.S. Army whistleblower responsible for much of the WikiLeaks. Yeah. Um, then this will do it for me. Um, <laughs> the NRC, the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, has officially renewed the license of the t- a 20-year license renewal for the Vermont Yankee Nuclear Power Station, despite opposition from Vermont's congressional invest uh, delegation, uh, and this despite what's happened in. in Japan, uh, Detroit's population at its lowest point in 100 years. That's another story. That's another story. That has and nothing to do with us approving the nuclear no, no, power. No, no, no. And that does it for, for And me. finally, I have an end finally. Okay. In a long shot theory, physicists proposed that the world's largest atom smasher, that's the Hadron Collider, mm-hmm. I think that's the way it's pronounced, yeah, Hadron. That's right. I don't think it's Hadron. I think it's Hadron. Tomato, tomato. Could be. This collider could be used as a time machine to to send a special kind of matter called the Higgs singlet. Ooh, I like that. They don't have the Higgs Higgs singlet yet, but this is all theoretical. Yeah. Backward in time to the past. Our theory is a long shot, but it doesn't violate any laws of physics or experimental constraints. In other words, they should be able to do this, and there's no reason, at least according to physics, that we won't be able to shoot something back in time and forward in time. Yeah. That was uh, Tom Wheeler of Vanderbilt University saying that. If the theory proves correct, researchers say the method could be used to send messages to the past or to the future. (laughs) 